you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. Ladies and gentlemen of Mountaineer Nation, today, from the Trio 4 Productions studio, we bring you the State of the Position Address. This extensive examination into each position group of the 2019 West Virginia University football team will be brought to you by the unrelenting host of the Country Roads webcast, the inauspicious Jordan Cruz. We thank you for your time. And with no further ado, we present to you this week's State of the Position Address. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Back again today to continue the State of the Position series. Nearing the end of the series now, we are on to the fullbacks and tight ends uh, segment of the uh, sh- of the series, rather. And um, before we kick it off, we have uh, just going to detail kind of where we're at right now. Uh, we've covered all the defense on offense. We've covered the offensive line. Now moving on to fullbacks and tight ends before having uh, rod receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks left that we will cover in the next few weeks as it's just about time for fall camp so that the end of our series will lead us right into fall camp where we will then get into our season prediction shows here on the country roads webcast where we will have guys that contribute to almost having athletics have a couple of those guys back on the show as we get back into the regular season for football and get into our weekly shows with our guests there and our weekly um weekly shows with uh, multiple people and you'll get to hear other voices rather than just my own at the conclusion of the state of the position series which will be ending here in the next few weeks having said that let's get right into um, the tight end and fullbacks state of the position series starting with the departing players All right, so as far as departing players are concerned, not too much there to talk about. Trevon Wesco is the big loss. Um, you know, only one player, but it is a big uh, loss to have there. Um, Trevon Wesco, of course, as everyone knows, went to the NFL, drafted by the New York Jets, and uh, Trevon Wesco played a very big part in this defense the past two seasons, um, mainly as a blocker a lot in his junior year, caught a couple passes, but then last year really exploded onto the scene as a receiver as well as West Virginia made a concerted effort to uh, get the ball to the tight end more, especially in the second half of last season, and Trevon Wesco was a huge beneficiary of them deciding to do do so. So you lose Wesco, you got to replace a uh, guy like Wesco, um, but luckily where West Virginia had made that concerted effort to try and involve the tight ends, they have a, quite a few guys behind them as they've started to recruit the tight end position uh, well in the past few seasons. So there are guys there to fill in the spots. So having said that, let's talk about the returning players at the tight end position.
Okay, so before we talk about the guys that are returning at the tight end position, let's talk about the S-back. And yes, I said the S-back instead of the full-back. In uh, head coach Neil Brown's offensive system, the players are known as S-backs, which are typically what would be referred to as full-backs traditionally. And, you know, those players that will be playing that full-back position, you have three guys that are going to fit that role of that S-back for West Virginia, and they are Logan Thymans or Logan Timmons, rather. I'm not too sure on the pronunciation. I think it's Timmons. Uh, not 100% sure, but either way, Redshirt Jr., six foot one, 231-pounder, came to West Virginia as actually a pretty highly rated linebacker recruit, inside linebacker, um, switched over to the offensive side last season, um, played sparingly in some spot duty there as he was working um you know, behind Wesco and uh, Giovanni Haskins, who we'll talk about here in a bit there, as West Virginia didn't really employ a fullback and a tight end in the previous under the previous regime. Kind of one player did both of those uh, jobs traditionally, as you've seen Cody Clay do early in the ten- tenure, and then you've seen Trevon Wesco um, do this past season as well, and Elijah Wellman had held that role as well. So, you know, those kind of guys, you had those kind of do, doing it all, you know, what traditionally what a tight end and what a fullback would do, but in this system, there's going to be S-backs and there's going to be tight ends, and Logan Th- Logan Timmons, rather, is on the top of that um, S-back list. Then you also have Elijah Drummond, Richard Jr., six foot, 234-pounder, a guy that's been competing with Timmons, and then you have a uh, walk-on Joseph Turner, redshirt sophomore, six foot, two hundred twenty-five pounder. Um, if you're buying into the depth chart that West Virginia released uh, prior to Big Twelve Media Days, Timmons was first team and Drummond was second team on that depth chart. Which um, you know a lot of that depth chart is subject to change, but I think that that one is one that I can see uh, remaining pretty solid. I think Timmons will be the guy there at that S back position. So having talked about the returning players at that S-back position and a little bit about what that S-back position is. Let's talk about the tight ends now and who West Virginia has returning at that position. Okay, so when we talk tight ends, we might as well start off with the heir apparent to Trevon Wesco, and that is Giovanni Haskins, the redshirt junior, six foot five, two 246 pounder. Now, Giovanni Haskins is a guy transferred from Miami, um, got a lot of pub upon transferring, um, him and uh, Jack Allison both transferring from Miami, actually. And um, Haskins, of course, set out two seasons ago, played last year sparingly, did catch a touchdown in one game, and also had, I think I think it was 16 catches for 160 yards, something around there. Um, I believe it was 16 catches. I know he had the one touchdown, and it was somewhere from 150 up in the, in the yardage. So um, despite playing sparingly, still uh, did make – you know, some noise there on the field, but I think that he's going to really break out this season. He's a guy that has a lot of talent and a lot of athletic ability. Um, Haskins, I think he'll be a featured player on the West Virginia offense in this, uh, this coming season. He, you know, up to this point, he's not really proven his talent as a blocker as he's been looked upon more as a receiver but from all indications that aspect of his game has greatly improved as well and he is now becoming an all-around tight end like you would like to see but um you know you can think of him almost as a player with a receiver skill set in a tight end's body they could split him out if they need to they can line him up attached if they need to um, to help with blocking but they can also split him out into the slot and run some up run some uh, route concepts specifically designed for him. So I think that you can look for Giovanni Haskins to have a breakout season in his second year of his Mountaineer career. So look out for Giovanni Haskins this year. 
Then behind him, there is three redshirt freshmen. You have T.J. Banks, the redshirt freshman, six foot four, two hundred fifty-two pounder. Uh, Michael Laughlin, another redshirt freshman, six foot five, two hundred fifty-one pounds. And then Jesse Beal, six foot six, two hundred fifty-three pounder. Beal's an interesting story. Played minor league baseball before coming to uh, try and play college football last season. Joined his preferred walk-on and. Has um you know he, the coach staff said he has some he has some potential you know he's very raw but he's really starting to hone in on a little bit of that potential I believe after playing minor league baseball I think he's 28 years old or something around there now at this point so you know kind of older so um you know maybe more mature can pick up on things but um he has some potential to contribute then Mike O'Laughlin is a guy great size at six foot five um, was a pretty uh good recruit him and tj banks came in in the same recruiting class redshirt last year uh banks played some o'laughlin was forced to sit out the season due to injury and o'laughlin actually entered the transfer portal transfer portal rather excuse me at one point during this offseason but changed his mind decided to come back gonna stay at west virginia see out see it out see how it goes and right now that's your top three at tight end is javani haskins tj banks and mike o'laughlin as far as T.J. Banks, I think that right now he's kind of looking like the second-string guy, but that could just be due to the fact that Olafon coming back from injury hasn't had as big of a chance to contribute as T.J. Banks did. So I think that second-string position of tight end is really fluid and up for grabs going into fall camp and up until um, the first game of the season against James Madison. It will probably remain fluid to see who ends up locking down that second team spot at the tight end position behind Giovanni Haskins, who you could probably write in with the marker right now. That guy's going to um, not only be the starter, but I think he's going to be a solid contributor for this West Virginia offense in 2019. And then that second string spot is up for grabs between Banks and O'Laughlin. And, you know, Bill could even factor in there before it's all said and done, but I think your best bet's on Banks or O'Laughlin for that second team spot. Okay, so having said that, usually this is the part where we would transition into the help is on the way uh, segment, but West Virginia did not add any players at the uh, S-back slash fullback or tight end positions in this recruiting class, in this recruiting cycle. So this is who West Virginia, these are the players West Virginia is working with at the tight end and uh, fullback, S-back, whatever you want to call it um, this season. This is what you got. So um, usually I try and predict the, the depth chart of these positions. So, um, like I said, tight end, you're going to have Giovanni Haskins. I think that TJ Banks has enough of a lead on O'Laughlin that he'll knock down, lock down that second team spot. But I think you will see O'Laughlin get in there at times with Bill, um, uh, playing the fourth string role there. And then I think as far as the S back is concerned, you'll have Timmons first string Drummond second string and turn it around if they need an extra body as well. So that's just kind of how it's looking there at the tight end and fullback positions. A little shorter than uh, usual today on the podcast, but, you know, not a lot. uh, Not only one departure, you know, got the returning players and no uh, newcomers at the position. So, you know, kind of cuts it short a little bit there. But having said that, as far as the state of the position, I'm just going to go out and say questionable. Not because I don't think that there's good players at this position with good potential, but just because it's like a lot of positions on these on the West Virginia um, squad that we've talked about this offseason have um, lack of experience. I think there's definitely potential there. I think Haskins is beaming with potential. He's going to have a breakout season. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Just look out for that. I think he's going to have a breakout season. I thought he may last year 
And I thought he may end up stealing that spot from Wesco, but Wesco, I think, really surprised myself and a lot of other people with his athletic ability and ability to be a receiver rather than just a blocker. And um, Haskins needed to uh, hone in on his blocking, which um, by all accounts he has done so. So hopefully Haskins is ready to be all-around tight end and have a breakout year. But I'll say questionable just because behind him is three redshirt freshmen. And then at the S-back position, you have guys that have not played very much at all and especially learning a new uh, a new scheme, you never know how that's going to pan out. But I think there's posi- uh, potential, but right now I'll say questionable. But I like the players that West Virginia does have there and the potential that they have. I think there's a high ceiling for these tight ends and S-backs. So having said that, that will pretty much wrap up this edition of the State of the Position series. Stay tuned for more to come. Um, next show, we will be discussing the Mountaineer wide receivers. I know that's a position of interest with what West Virginia lost, be it David Sills, Gary Jennings, Marcus Sims. You know, bringing back not a lot of experience there, but there's a lot of potential there of guys that can come, that can contribute and help out there. So we'll discuss that on the next episode. In the meantime, be sure and follow us on Twitter at WVU Country Roads. And as always, follow Almost Heaven Athletics there on the website at almosthevenathletics.com. Great articles and what have you. And I just also wanted to add that the Almost Heaven Athletics recently dropped their first ever West Virginia hype video. You can find that on their Facebook page, um, on on YouTube, on the Trio 4 Productions YouTube page, which you can find a link to on the Almost Heaven Athletics Instagram bio right there. You can Click on the Omaha Seven Athletics page on Instagram. Right there, you'll see the link. You can click it, watch the video. It links you straight to YouTube, or just find it on the Omaha Seven Athletics Facebook page or Twitter page. There's also a link to the YouTube video on the Twitter page. So be sure and follow Omaha Seven Athletics online at the website omahaseven-athletics.com. Follow, like them, like the page on Facebook, Omaha Seven Athletics. Follow them on Instagram, and then you can also follow them on Twitter at ah athletics wv. And be sure and check out that new um, hype video first ever edition from almost heaven athletics so uh, let us know what you think about it spread it share the word and you know get everybody um in in gear and hyped up and you know get the chills running down the spine get the goosebumps ready for football season as fall camp is just over a week away uh players report on august 1st first practice on august 2nd and fan day saturday august 3rd and fan day is going to be really good this year not only get the autographs you can see the players and stuff but um head coach Neil brown has announced that he will let the attendees at fan day watch the entire practice that day so that will be a treat for fan day this year so having said that That will pretty much wrap up this edition of the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Be sure and tell your friends about the podcast as we continue to try and grow through Mountaineer Nation, growing from the grassroots level. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, wherever you take in your podcast, you can find the Country Roads web- webcast. Just search for us, uh, like us, subscribe to us, and most importantly, share us around with the rest of of Mountaineer Nation, and we sure do appreciate it. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and until next time, let's go, Mountaineer! Mountaineer.